Hello and welcome back to the Cafe Hustle. My name's Andy Jones, I'm the host of the Cafe Hustle and today I'm talking to Barbara Casey of Mobile High Five. It's an SMS marketing company so it really helps you to integrate SMS marketing into what you do as a business. So in this episode we're going to be talking about what SMS marketing really is and why as a hospitality industry we should be looking at it. It's something that can very easily be put on the back burner as something of yesteryear but there's still plenty of power in sms marketing we're going to be covering some of the advantages of using this over other methods including what first party data is and how you can get it from sms marketing and how this type of marketing can integrate with various other schemes that you may be running should that be your loyalty programs etc and what other uses that SMS marketing can have for you and your business. We're going to be covering all this and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Is training new staff members costing you huge amounts of money and only achieving inconsistent results at best? Trainual, with its easy-to-use platform, can significantly reduce your training costs whilst increasing consistency across your entire business through recording and documenting your repeatable tasks all in one place. Visit trainual.com and use promo code CAFEHUSTLE for a seven-day free trial and 10% off your first 12 months. Hello, Barbara. Thank you for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you for having me. So just tell us quickly, where are you located? We are outside Philadelphia. So the sun's shining, which always makes it a good day. But yesterday was super weird. We had this like snow squall thing. Um, it was completely like white out for about 15 minutes there was a 50 car pileup on the interstate wow um and we, everybody was getting like amber alerts on their phones you know telling yeah. you basically don't get on the roads because you literally couldn't <laughs> see anything and then like tomorrow i think it's gonna be 70 wow. so it's like really wacky weather here we've got well it's been amazing weather here for the last week or so and i think from tomorrow the temperature's just gonna plummet so it'll be near freezing yeah, you're getting Snow forecast. So. Yeah, yeah, we're sending it to you. <laughs> Send it this way. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start this as we always do. So tell me about your purpose. What drives you? So um, I got into this business really from the perspective of I grew up in a small business. My my father and uncles uh, together owned three furniture stores. So um, I really am very tuned into what the challenge challenges are of, you know, a small, medium-sized business uh, owner. You really are wearing 50 hats. You're doing everything from taking the trash out to the marketing. And, and so it's really um, difficult to do any of those jobs, you know, 100%. And so I... I looked around when I when I decided to to um, explore this business. I looked around and I saw everybody's faces in their phones, and I knew immediately that there was an advertising opportunity there. Um, and what I saw were, was that really the small and medium sized business uh, owner was kind of left out of the mobile marketing revolution. This is um, technology that the big brands have been using for 10, 15 years quite successfully, but because it requires a great deal of bandwidth um, to run these programs, not to mention technical knowledge and um, just pure time managing and monitoring the programs. It really is a difficult ask for a small, smaller business to, to be able to, to, to do that effectively. And the only solutions that were out there were sort of dumb, I call them dumbed down DIY solutions. They're by definition, very simple because they have to be, to be appeal to the masses. 
and they allow you to, you know, get onto the platforms and be able to send a text message within like 10 minutes. But the problem with that is that's not really mobile marketing. That's spray and pray marketing. Um, all you can really do is send a text message with a link back to your website. <clears throat> and they do allow you to track how many people are clicking that link, but that's about where it ends. And there are so much more you can do with strategic mobile marketing. And so I wanted to be able to bring those same capabilities that the big brands have been using for you know more than a decade and make it accessible to, to the smaller guy. Um, to really try to help lay up the level of playing field. So that's really my mission is to bring those big boy tools <laughs> to the little guy. Um, and because we are full service management, um, we really do everything for them. We design the program, we set it up, we monitor it, and we run it for them. So we really take marketing off their plate because we use a lot of automation. So it doesn't require, um, you know, sitting there. I mean, these poor business owners, like, you know, they're just sitting there day after day creating these social media posts that take an hour or more to do. And then they, they get like 30 people engaging with their post. And it kills me because number one, those are rented platforms. They don't even own that data. And number two, 30 people, you know, if we built a database, my average client has a database of, you know, a thousand to 2000 customers. And I've got some with, you know, even up to 5,000. Um, when we send a text out, 98% of those see it within five minutes, 90% of them within 90 seconds. So why are you dicking around with these 30 people thing when you can be reaching everybody? You know, that's the thing that I'm just kind of always on the soapbox about. I think there's a lot of emphasis now on social media because it's so big. There's a huge emphasis and people are saying, oh, you need to be on this and email marketing, which is slightly better because like you say, it's not a rented platform. Then you have you own or you hold that data. But I think SMS is certainly something that is forgotten and that a lot of people think is something from the 90s and it's not a relevant platform, but very clearly it still is. Not only is it relevant, it's it's native to every smartphone and everybody already knows how to use it. It doesn't require download. It doesn't require Wi-Fi. Um, messages come regardless, you know, they show up on a lock screen, your phone lights up and everybody sees it. Um, it's like a no brainer. Now, the big trick with these programs is getting people to opt into your list because it, by law, you have to get explicit written permission from every customer before you can text them. So that's where we come in. We have lots of ways of helping you build that list. Um, it does take time. It's not something that, you know, uh, I tell people don't, don't expect you know, return on your investment in 30 days. This is not one of those programs. This is a database building program. And just like your email list didn't deliver in 30 days, neither will this. But I can tell you with, you know, if you give me a year, we'll build your list. Um, and then, you know, the thing about texting is, I'll, I always like to ask this question, how many emails do you have? Personal. Addresses? Yeah, email addresses. <laughs> I must have about six or seven at least. That's right. without that's I, personal ones without even thinking of the ones I have associated with the cafe hustle. Right, right. So I have three, right? So if you say, oh, sign up for my newsletter or, you know, give me your email address and get 10% off your next purchase, I know exactly which email I'm going to give you, the one I never check. So as a means for reaching me, um, not so great. If I give you my phone number, however, how many phone numbers do you have? I have one phone number. 
as does pretty much everybody. And today your phone number follows you. It used to be in the old days, you know, you when you moved, you had to get a new phone number. It's not the case anymore. So if I can get your phone number, honestly, it's worth gold because uh, you'll always be able to reach them. And um, in terms of retention, you know, we see about a 94% retention on those numbers that we um, get opt-ins from. People don't opt out from, you know, unless you, unless you screw up, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, one of the things that I spend a lot of time working with my clients, because this does work so well, is they want to do more of it, right? That's the natural inclination. And I always tell them, you know, if you over text someone, they will opt out. The power is in the customer's hand. Um, and they can at any point in time, just reply stop to any text message, and it will automatically, you know, unenroll them from your program. And there's nothing that I can do to get them back other than um, you can send them an email or you can talk to them personally and say, you know, would you like to re-opt in? Here's how you do it and give them just instructions to re-opt in. Um, and how so, often would someone re-opt in again after opting Oh, I, I get a lot of people who accidentally opt out. Um, oh, you do get then, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the only way to re- re-opt them in is to have them either text in, you know, the keyword associated with the business or uh, re-scan a QR code that we provide our clients. Um, that kind of thing. So I know one of the things that you hold that SMS gives you is first party data. Just talk around that and what that is. So first party data is data you own, right? It's data that people willingly gave to you in exchange, you know, a value exchange for something. So when I, um, you know, when I first start working with a client, I always encourage them to have a welcome offer um, for you know, helping to build that list a little bit faster. So that's the value exchange. So it's someone willingly giving you a piece of data. Um, you then own that data and you can, in our case, legally reach back out to those people with marketing messages, you know, versus, versus you know, the, historically the, the way people did their marketing is um, through, you know, chasing people around the internet. The pixels would be, you know, captured and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're looking for a plane ticket, you know, you know, an hour ago, and then you go do a search for, you know, a restaurant to go to today. And all of a sudden on the sidebar, you're seeing, you know, deals on plane tickets. That's why they, you know, that's how they used to do that. What's happening now with the new privacy um, updates with Apple and Google is going to be following suit, I think in 2023, none of that information is going to be passed along, along with um, the data of, around whether or not someone opens an email. So clients are already starting to see email open rates drop like off the cliff because 50% of the people out there have Apple phones. And so 50% of those open rates are, you know, are not going to be passed along because I think the statistic is that 80% of Apple users, when presented with the option of, do you want to pass along your data? <laughs> answer that, that no. Right. So, so already 50% uh, less opens than you used to know. So, so it's going to be much harder to know whether your email marketing is really delivering um, like it did before. I actually tested that out with my own email list and sent the email to myself, opened it, but then obviously through my platform, I couldn't see that information. And initially I was thinking, well, what's going on? But then realized, that's exactly why. And I think you're right. It's we're not going the value of that data is diminishing because of these 
the restrictions right. of the privacy. The, the other thing that that um, Apple is doing besides not passing along those open rates is they have a feature. It's basically an automatic open. So a, a bot is opening the emails, um, clicking on all the links to check to see if they're, you know, have any viruses or whatever. So Apple is doing the opening. So if you get any open rates at all, you can't rely on them to be actually a person opening if it's coming from Apple. And Google is going to be following suit. Yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to just continue diminishing. So just circling back to something you said before and, and talking about maintaining your list of contacts on the database. In terms of, from an SMS point of view, where's the sweet spot in terms of the number of messages you can be sending people? It depends on the type of business that you have. Um, if you're a retail uh, outlet, I usually recommend, you know, a couple of a couple of months, no more. I mean, during the holidays, you can get away with maybe a, a third message. If you're a restaurant, um, you know, you could do something once a week. But honestly, I think if you do that, you start to train people to wait for your discounts. So I, I really think um, probably two to three offers a month are the sweet spot for a restaurant, but it's really important that you not send the message on the same day. You, you've got to, there's a surprise and delight uh, tactic involved in SMS. You don't want to um, train people, you know, to wait for your discount. You want them to come in and, you know, anyway, um, but you do want to, um, to set your program up to reward those people that are the most loyal. And that's where we integrate a loyalty program into our text program. And that's probably more valuable than just a text club. Um, because with the loyalty program comes a lot of automation. And with that automation, um, you're going to keep your, your restaurant's name in front of your, your customer on a regular basis without you having to little, like expend any energy, which is the whole you know, that's the goal of any small business owner is what can I do? How can I clone myself? Right. This is how you clone yourself. How do you differentiate between what is a text club and more of a loyalty program? So text club is simply, um, you know, text, you know, text in this keyword, you know, to join our VIP club and get 10% off your next meal. Right. You're just collecting numbers and then periodically you're going to send an offer out, right. With a, coupon code or, or something like that. That's a text club. A loyalty program is one where we keep track of their visits. And, you know, on the 10th visit, they get a free cup of coffee or on the, you know, when they spend X number of dollars, they get, you know, a, a free entree or, you know, something like that. And so it's, it's really rewarding them for that loyalty. And, and as part of that loyalty program, we have a lot of, you know, tools that we can, you know, integrate. We can uh, for instance, do a birthday club uh, where we're we're asking them to tell us their birthday, so we can automatically send them an offer around their birthday. That's great for restaurants. Um, you know, we have uh, an auto reengage program which automatically tracks, you know, when they were here and when, and then it also knows when they weren't here, right? So we can set up uh, a program again, autom automation here. Um, you know, if they haven't been in in sixty days, we're going to ping them with an offer to try to get them to come back. And how do you um, track that? It's all through uh, interactions. So we, we use a kiosk-based system. Um, so it's interactions with our kiosk. And the kiosk is can be a literal kiosk, like a tablet that we place at the restaurant, or it could be a virtual kiosk if it's something that we're 
um, integrating into like a, if we're doing retail, integrating to like a Shopify e-commerce kind of thing. So turning that uh, customer acquisition, using this as a marketing tool, and, and we were talking before we went live of how obviously it's more expensive to acquire new customers over generate and repeat business from existing customers. So where does SMS fit into that marketing strategy? So um, with customer acquisition, there's a couple of ways that you can use SMS. Um, the the slow boat to China method, <laughs> I call it, is, and I'm sure you've seen this or heard this on radio um, ads or, you know, TV ads, you know, text, you know, offer to, you know, this five digit phone number and get 15% off your next visit, right? Um, so when someone texts in that keyword, they're opting into your program, right? So you'd have to implement the texting program as your call to action on other advertising you're using. So that's something you should definitely do if you do other forms of advertising. A lot of these small businesses, though, don't. They don't do much other advertising. Um, the, the way that we, for, particularly for restaurants, um, we have a, a refer a friend program. Um, because our offers utilize a mobile coupon, which is a web app um, driven coupon, meaning it doesn't require a, a customer download anything, remember a password or any of that nonsense. It's delivered with a link on the text message. And then when you click the link, it opens up a, a, a mobile coupon that looks exactly like any app would, but it's delivered by a link. And on that uh, mobile coupon, there's a lot of cool features. There's an embedded Google map, clickable uh, directions to your place. Um, we can put a link to your online ordering. Um, we can put a link. We also do online review generation and management. So we can put a link to review, you know, review the restaurant. Um, and then uh, there's also a, a redeem button. So um, when they click that redeem button, if we're doing online ordering, for instance, they click that redeem button, it reveals a code that they can enter into their online ordering tool. Um, if we're using a um, kiosk-based system in the restaurant, um, they can just walk in, punch their number in the tablet, the 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 reward or offer will be there waiting for them, and they can redeem it right on the on the kiosk. Um, but the refer a friend program, the way that works is there's also a button on every mobile coupon um, that allows customers to easily share offers with their friends. Mobile is very viral; people do a lot of sharing, so we just make it easy. So when you click that share button, it opens up, and we can set this up any number of ways, but. We can include uh, a link to, to share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, um, a share link for people that want to email it to their friends. And then we have something called a mobile share where I know my friend's phone number. I'm just going to type it in here and send them the coupon. Now, what happens at the other end on the receipt of the recipient side is they get this, hey, you know, uh, Joe shared this coupon. You know, he thought you might like this coupon. Um, click here to get the coupon. And when they click, it's going to ask them to put their phone number in and check a little box saying they agree to the terms and conditions. And when they do that, they're opting into your program now. Now, on uh, Joe's side, uh, he's been told if he refers, you know, two people, right, he's going to get a reward of a free entree or whatever your reward is. And he's going to see stats on his end. And it's going to show how many people did he share it with, how many people viewed it, how many people clicked to get the coupon, meaning they put their phone number in, and then more importantly, how many people redeemed it. And it's only through the redemption that people have to actually walk in and redeem the coupon that Joe gets his reward. So 
we can set that kind of thing up as well. Um, or we can just do a simple share, which is what we do a lot of the time where people just, you know, they want to share it with their friend, they can. And it's only going to um, be shareable if that person's not already in your program. So if they already are in your program, they're going to get a message saying, sorry, this is only available to new VIPs or, you know, something yeah. like that. So how, what sort of success rates do you find with that? Because obviously that's a great way to access new customers. Like we were saying, it's a lot more expensive to try and acquire a new customer, but this is seemingly a very inexpensive way of acquiring new customers. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's highly dependent upon the offer, to be honest. It has to be a really, really good offer. It can't be 10% off, you know, or a free French fry or something. It's got to be like, you got to really give a, give something of value away and then you'll see some good results. Um, but it's, you know, uh, you're, you're going to see more activity. Um, I think on your, um, you know, your existing customer base through the loyalty program, you know, just coming in and, um, and, and, you know, returning more frequently. I mean, we, I think we tip, we calculated out, there's about a 14 X return on the investment of these programs in terms of what these, these programs cost. Yeah. Um, and, and that was based, what, that was based on a, a uh, like a fast casual restaurant. Yeah, and over what sort of time is that? Generally, will will, you, will people see a return? What sort of time period? Um, you know, I tell people they got to give these programs a year because you've got to build your data. You know, when you start out and you have nobody in your database, you know, uh, you got to build your database. Um, but but what's interesting and what we try to do in, in the early stages of the of the database building is we number one focus 100 percent of our efforts on building the database because that's the most important thing in that early stage. So it's training your your staff to always talk about the program. Be kind of a cheerleader for the program. Hey, have you joined our loyalty program? No, put your phone number in here. You'll get a blah. You know something like that. So it's really focusing on building that database in the early stage. But then in terms of those offers, we can experiment, even with a small database, we can experiment with offers to see which ones are pulling more with your customer base, because everybody's customer base is different. What I do for one uh, client bombs for another client for some reason. It's, it's like an interesting thing. I don't really know why it does that, but it's, it's what resonates with your, your customers. So we have to experiment um, with offers. And so we can watch, you know, what those redemption figures are for offers, even with a database of 200 people. It's a good way to extrapolate, okay, if it works with 200 people, imagine when it's going to work when we get, we get to a database of 2,000, right? Yeah. And it's very much, like I say, that initial building of that list is, it can be frustrating as well at, at times because it can, like I know certainly from building email lists, the initial getting that traction initially is a very frustrating period. You think, oh, is it even worth doing this? But once it takes off, like I say, it's more, it can be exponential in some cases. Yes. And, and I, and the thing that I think people will find is that um, today people are, seem to be more willing to give you their phone number than their email address because email, the email channel is just so filled with spam. It's like, I don't want another email. Thank you. You know? Um, so. And and also we're kind of all trained, you know, we go to the grocery store and we got to put our phone number in to pay, you know, I mean, there, everybody asks for your phone number. And so we're just like, yeah, whatever, Here, here's my phone number. We also know that if we want to be, you know, get out of these programs, it's very easy. Whereas email, it's not, 
Like, have you ever tried to unsubscribe from an email? It's, it's a broken system. Whereas the way, just to, so everybody knows, the way texting works, there's a lot of players um, that, that work together to make this all work. So there's people at the platform level where, that are sending the message. They go to an aggregator who then validates each number and separates them according to the carrier, the AT&Ts, the Verizons, et cetera. And then they send them to those, those carriers. And then the carriers um, have spam filters and things that they put it through to make sure that, you know, they're, you know, not uh, crappy messages that they're sending. And then if they decide they're, they're worthy of being delivered, then they deliver them. So what happens when you opt out of a message, it's the carrier that's opting you out not the platform person. So I can continue to send um, a message to you, even though you've opted out, you'll get charged for that message being sent by the platform. But, but the recipient will never receive that message because the carrier has basically blocked that message from uh, being delivered. So it's, a, it's really a good system. And just touching on what you're saying there about email addresses, and it was something I was thinking about earlier in our conversation and when you're asking me how many email addresses I have. But there's times where you get to the point where it is so full of spam and you just think, actually, it'll take me longer to unsubscribe from all these things that I'm not interested in anymore. And I've done it myself in the past. I've just gone, oh, I'll set up a new email address. But like you like you say, the, the power the power of having someone's phone number it's a lot harder and a lot more effort to change that and discard it but like you say it's a lot more a lot simpler to un or opt out of yeah 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 it's very easy and also you know a lot of the um the point of sale uh systems today have loyalty programs but they're all email based so you know think about if you set if you have a rewards program right and you want you know somebody's earned a reward and you're going to send that reward out by email, that just is like mind boggling to me because more than 80% of the people you send that reward to won't even know that they got a reward. So how effective is that at driving people back in the door? Whereas if you had a text-based loyalty program, which is what ours is, you know, 98% of them will know they had a reward and it's it it's very simple for them to, to redeem it. Yeah, and when you're talking about figures in the 90s there of, of the people that are seeing these messages it's when you start looking at how effective something is anything above 90 is obviously going to be especially when you know that those figures are what you're achieving right and and you know in terms of redemption you know let's talk about so we've talked about who's seeing the message right everybody's seeing your message but what are they doing with that message so when we send out rewards you know, we typically see redemption uh, rates of between 50 and 90%. Some of our birthday clubs get 90% redemption. It's like my, it's crazy. And think about the birthday, right? I'm not going to come in to your restaurant by myself to celebrate my birthday, right? I'm going to bring my whole family. So you may be giving me a free entree, but you just got four or five other people paying full price. Birthday clubs should be like, everybody should be doing them. If <laughs> you're a restaurateur, <laughs> you know. So and, um, and how inexpensive is that to actually then, like you say, you're giving one person the reward, but like you say, in like a breakfast club, you are bringing 10 people potentially. And it's it's a massive, massive increase on what you would maybe ordinarily get with your, your regular offers. So how do you 
you're talking about automation a lot and how people interact, like businesses say, interact with you as a service provider. How, what sort of level of cross talk is there between your business and the food business? Yeah, I'm doing everything. All, all you would need to do is uh, provide me with offers. So you would, I can't, I can't make those offers. You got to tell me what you, what, you know, you know what your profit margin is. Like, what do you want to offer? Um, I'll advise you. If you come back to me and say, I want to give, you know, uh, 10% off something, I may come back to you and say, don't bother because 10% will not move the needle. You know, that kind of, I'll give you advice like that because I've seen, you know, what works, but generally I, you know, you have to provide me with the offers and we, we make that even that extremely easy because we know um, a lot of people just are not, um, it takes a lot of time to learn a new, a new, new technology. And a lot of our clients just are not tech savvy. So we, we make the process very old school. So if you want to send a text blast, you know, we have a link on our website. You just click request a text blast and up pops a form and you can pull this up on your phone and you just put in, you know, who you are, what's your cell phone number. What do you want to say? When do you want it to be sent? Um, and you don't even have to write the copy. Just say, I'm going to offer, you know, uh, a buy one, get one free appetizer. Um, and it's going to be good, you know, Monday through Thursday. That's all I need to know. I'll take it from there. I'll write something, you know, snippy in the copy to make it sell. I'll make it fit the character count. I'll make it compliant with the law and I'll make it uh, go out on time. And um, if you want to send a pic, there's two different types of text messages. There's an SMS message, which is 160 characters, and that includes the link. Um, the link could be to your online ordering. It could be to a mobile coupon if it's an offer. It could be to a mobile web page if you're having an event, um, which we, we all of that's in, you know, included in our, our programs. Um, and no picture. The pictures could uh, live on the mobile coupon. There's lots of room for pictures on the mobile coupon or the mobile webpage, but on the actual text, no picture. Then there's something called an MMS message, which stands for multimedia service. And that does deliver with a either a picture or a GIF. Um, and instead of getting 160 characters, you get up to 500 characters, including the links. Um, so if you're, you know, introducing a new menu item, you know, you might want to include a picture, right? Um, now, the difference between an SMS, besides the length and all of that, and, and an MMS is the cost to send that. So an SMS takes one message credit per subscriber. So if you have a thousand people in your database and you want to send one SMS message, it's going to take a thousand message credits. If you have a thousand people in your database and you want to send an MMS, it's going to cost you 2000 message credits to send one message, right? So um, I always advise people to use those MMS uh, messages strategically, you know, when it makes sense, but you don't have to do it every time. Yeah. And it has, have any of your clients or have you got any experience of people that use this system beyond just marketing? So maybe is it advertising for a job role, something like that? Does anyone yeah. use it for different uses? Yes. So um, you can use this. Think of texting as just a, a way to communicate right? That's all it is. It's, it's email 2.0. So um, you can create a campaign, you know, text jobs to, you know, a, a toll-free number. And what they get back when they text jobs is a link to the application, let's say, or a job description or 
you know, next steps or whatever. So that's one use case. We do a lot of curbside pickup text alerts for our restaurants um, where someone rolls into the parking lot. They have a sign that says text, um, you know, I, I work with Joe's Casey Barbecue. It's a big, big chain out in Kansas City area. And, you know, I think they're um, because we have multiple locations, they text in the location. So it'll be, you know, Olathe or Lenexa or whatever the location is. And then they get a bounce back message that has a form that asks them for their name. Uh, their uh, color and make of the car, maybe the parking space that they're number that they're in, right? And they fill that out. They send it in. It shows up on a wait list inside that's accessible through any you know tablet or PC or anything you got that has a, a, a web browser. And then when the order's ready to go, the um, staff all they have to do is click a button. It sends a text message back to the patron. Says we'll be right out. Or it, it can be customized. Some of my restaurants have people come up to the, get their order versus bringing it out to their car. So, you know, there's a lot of customization with those curbside pickup um, yeah. options. That sounds really interesting because I know a lot of companies now have got their dedicated apps and you could be into having tens of apps that are about, you know, mobile ordering and, and pick up. But by doing that, it's so simple and it's such a simple process. And like you said at the, at the top, everyone knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also have an online ordering tool that we integrate with our text program. And this is a really great opportunity for restaurant because it's commission free. Um, and the, the, the customer essentially pays for your text marketing program because we allot um, eight messages for every order placed. So as long as you have a minimum of 250 orders a month, um, the customer pays a dollar ninety nine service fee, which is totally um, in the realm of what other people are are charging them anyway. Um, you pay a flat uh, uh, credit card rate through Stripe, meaning any you know whether they use an American Express or Visa, it's the same rate, two point nine percent plus I think thirty cents or something, um, which is totally competitive. Um, and we include the text messages to handle all the transactional texts, you know, thank you for your order, your order is ready, et cetera. But then we also have a bucket of messages now that we can use for two text blasts a month to send out offers to get those people back in. And our online ordering tool has pictures, you know, we can create the menu for you. Um, if you don't have a website, we can create a website for you. Um, it has all of the bells and whistles of an online ordering tool, but ours includes text marketing, which is really the bomb. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a very versatile way of doing the marketing, especially when you think of all the options that we've got in front of us that are so confusing. It's almost like uh, simplifying our marketing, but actually with that functionality that you've, you're describing, it's actually really versatile. And I think it could be really powerful for a lot of businesses to use this sort of marketing tool. Well, and also um, the best part, honestly, is is the full service management. You don't have to figure any of this stuff out yourself. You know, you got you got enough on your plate. You know, let let me take let me take it for you. Um, you know, and that's really that's worth like its weight in gold. You know, to have have a partner who's just there, and it and you know you don't have to deal with a chat bot, and you don't have to deal with a one eight hundred number. No, I'm going to give you my cell phone, and I always pick up. You know, yeah. that's what, and that's we, what we want as business. Absolutely. As a business owner to, to, to have a relationship with a partner, like you're describing a real person at the end of a phone that is always within reason, always there. 
it's totally it's more personal and that's what that's the game we're in isn't it hospitality is all about personal right. connections so. right and and honestly i can do this because i don't ever plan on being the biggest you know everybody talks about scaling and all that stuff that's not my end game my end game is to work with really great people make an impact on their business and and have fun you know and do what i like to do so um i i'm really looking for for the right kind of client who who likes a little bit of that um you know that handholding and and you know understands the value of that because um i just know as a as coming up in that small business environment you know that's really what everyone needs they just need someone to like it's so overwhelming to be a business owner you know because you really literally have to be an expert in everything and you nobody is nobody yeah. is you know it is that's it certainly for me as like we've sold our cafe now but to to have that sort of service is the thing that you really want is to offload that headspace and it gives you space to focus on other things so i know you deal mainly with clients in or it's only clients in the u.s and canada so how can our listeners stateside get in touch with you find out a bit more about what you do so the first step is to go check out our website, which is mobilehigh5.com. And that's M-O-B-I-L-E-H-I-G-H, the number five.com. Regrets on naming that with the number five. But anyway, um, so check out the website. Um, there's lots of you know places where you can you know fill out a form and contact us. But you can also just pick up the phone and call me. Um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I answer my phone. So uh, I'll give my number out here. It's 484-325-5725. Uh, text me, call me. Uh, happy to jump on the call with anyone, honestly, and answer any questions. I spend a lot of my time, you know, just educating people. And I'm happy to do that because I really, really believe uh, in what I do. I think this is such a um, great way of marketing for the small business owner. Um, and, and you know, people shouldn't be afraid of it because, um, it's it's virtually impossible to know your customers because we have to get their permission to do this. And if they're giving you permission to send them advertising, why wouldn't you do that? And they're a warm audience, aren't they? By they're a warm by, audience. Yeah. Yep. So, which always helps. Listen, there's so much value in here and a lot of things for people, certainly those outside of the US and Canada to think about and how they market. But certainly I'd encourage anyone who is within your your client region to to get in touch with you because from what you're from this conversation it's very clear that to have a full service option to to take this off your plate and to hear about the versatility and the power of sms marketing it's everyone should really be considering this as part of their portfolio of of tools that that reach their customers listen barbara thank you very much for your time today i really appreciate you coming on here and chatting about this and giving so much value to our customer to our audience so uh thank you very much and like i say uh it'll be interesting to see where whether, whether people do reach out to you and the difference it makes to them thank you i appreciate your the opportunity it was nice yeah. speaking with you so there's loads to think about there and thank you again to Barbara for coming on the Cafe Hustle and talking about SMS marketing because it's really something that we should all consider as part of our 
as part of our marketing plans because it's something which really does get forgotten in today's age of email marketing and social media marketing and it's still very effective and could be really powerful for you and your cafe coffee shop or restaurant but if you're in the US or Canada make sure you check out mobile high five see if Barbara can help you with SMS marketing because it is really powerful so Thank you again for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. Again, I would really appreciate your feedback. I've, I've noticed people are now reviewing our show, which is great to find out the, the feedback that way, but I'd love to know what your thoughts are on the show. Drop me an email at andy at thecafehustle.com and just let me know what's working for you, what bits you want me to change, what I should introduce. But listen, I really appreciate you listening and thank you again. And I hope you join me next time on the Cafe Hustle.